Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Selk Podcast. In our Premier Division, Atletico Cerezo 2, the Wrongans 1 and Park Royals 2, Gal All-Stars 1. Into the Championship, Real Men's and Neil Heavy Hitters 3 and Panda FC picking up their first win of the season with a 3-1 win over Mimicic Galata. Into Division 1, Gospelwork 3, Peckinsport 0, London Wednesday 3, Kadaristown 2, Northumberland Park Rangers 1, United House 2. Enfield United 2, Highgate Album Reserve 7. Unfortunately, we fell to a 3-2 loss against AC Finchley. Um, a game that we should probably have won. Uh, we did fall behind early on and then we pulled the game back, took the lead 2-1. Had a few chances to make it 3-1. Didn't, got punished towards the end of the half and then... They just wanted it more in the second half and they got the uh, the winning goal towards the end of the game and unfortunately we couldn't find an equaliser. So I have to go again next week. Into Division 2, AFC Edmonton 0, Trent Park 2, Mill Hill Club to Football 6, GTFA 1, West End Wanderers under 23, 4, Grange Park 1 and Locomotive Thunder 2. North London Athletic 6, North London Athletic continuing on their very impressive start to the season. Into Division 3, AFC Muswell Hill 3, Sopranos FC 4, North London Colts 5, Continental 1, North London Wanderers 6, Underdogs 1, and Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys 3, London Orient 0. Into Division 4, FC Cricklewood 2, Gower Phoenix 1, Highgate Albion 3rd 6, Into Mill Hill 3, Three, Maida Via One, Brotherhood FC Three, Honest Rangers Four, Barnet Salsa One, and Camden FC Four, NLR One, into Division Five, South Tottenham United Seven, New Copper Three, Tau Flick FC Two, Northwest Galacticos Five, Fireside FC Two, EC Galaxy Three, and Roman Reporter Two, Cock Fosters Seven. Into Division 6, AFC Muswell Hill, seconds 10, North Atletico Seniors 0, Colney Hatch Athletics 6, North West Wolves 1, and Edmonton Rovers 0, Armenian Youth Association 7. Into the London Junior Cup, Highgate Albion Falls 3, Enfield Albion 1. Into the London Veterans Cup, Anatolian 7, Lambeth All-Stars Vets 0. Obviously, they didn't do as well as their normal team, Lambeth All-Stars. But we'll get on to that in a minute. Into the London Challenge Cup. Farnborough Old Boys Guild 2. The Bandits won. Bandits with a valiant effort there against the Orpington and Bromley outfit. Going all the way to South London. They must have put in a very good effort to challenge a very decent Farnborough seed. Tied, sorry. It was game set and hatch for Westbourne United as they fell to a 4-2 loss to the Essex Corinthian lads. M-Boys FC 2, Zaza 1. It wasn't meant to be for Zaza again in South London as they fall to the Metropolitan League. Boys, M-Boys, 
Trabzonspor UK 2, Highgate Albion 1. They did it again. Highgate Albion falling again to another loss against Trabzonspor. This time in the London Cup. Last time it was in the league. And Trabzonspor will be buoyant by that. Very impressive result for them. And Takers 1, Lambert Fallstars 1. Lambert Fallstars advancing on penalties. Sorry, this result wasn't on the full-time thing. I just read it here. And Lambeth advancing on penalties. Unlucky for takers, really. Uh, they gave a great effort themselves, great account of themselves. And I think they should be really proud of their efforts. And uh, obviously, hopefully, it buoys them on for better things coming into the back end of the season. And... Uh, AFC Oakwood 3, Kumazi Strikers 1. I actually watched the end of this game um, after our disappointing result. Um, we went down and watched the last 25, 20, 25 minutes and uh, it just looked like Kumazi had nothing in the tank. Um, I heard they had a couple of players out, but AFC Oakwood looked in relatively easy control of the game. They added a third late on with a penalty. It was a fantastic save, I mean, by the defender on the line. Uh, no choice for the referee but to send him off. And the penalty was coolly dispatched. And uh, very, res you know, very good result for Oakwood. You know, very impressive. I was very impressed with them in this game. Uh, obviously, Kamazi had had some good results in the, the weeks building up to the game. And Oakwood knew that. And they came out. Very impressive, you know, they're a good ball playing side, as we've mentioned, and that's a very good result for them. So, moving on now to the fixtures in the Premier Division, bottom of the table clash between the Wrongans and Hornsey and Highgate. And in my game of the week, two teams that we've mentioned, very impressive results, top of the table clash in the Premier Division, Trabs and Spore UK face AFC Oakwood. It's going to be very hard to pick a winner here. I'm going to go for a two-all draw into the championship. Heavy hitters facing Zaza FC. Mehmet Chikgalata facing Westbourne United. And in my game of the week, top of the table clash. Uh, second against first, I believe. Alexandra Knights have played a few games more, but they take on the Bandits. Uh, they need to win this game. I think a win for the Bandits, and they're looking back at everyone else you know they're looking forward they're looking towards lifting the title Alexandra Knights have to get a result here but I can see the Bandits sneaking a 2-1 win into Division 1 AFC Rhodes face Northumberland Park Rangers Kadaris Town face Highgate Albion Reserves Peckinspore face London Wednesday and United House face Gospel Oak into Division 2 Trent Pot face GTFA, AFC Edmonton face AFC Oakwood Reserves, Anatolians take on Grange Park, and Locomotive Thunder face Whetstone Wanderers. Into Division 3 now, North London Wanderers face Continental, Sopranos FC face AFC Muswell Hill, and Underdogs take on Shentry Athletic. Into Division 4, Brotherhood FC face FC Cricklewood. Gower Phoenix take on Highgate Albion Thirds. Inter Mill Hill face Arnus Rangers. Maida Via face Camden FC. 
and NLR face Barnet Salsa into Division 5. Cock Fosters face Fireside FC. EC Galaxy set take on South Tottenham United. Northwest Galacticos face Roman Reporters. And New Copper FC take on Talflick into Division 6. New Barnet face AFC Moswell Hill seconds. Armenian Youth Association take on Enfield Albion. Edmonton Rovers take on Chifchow and Berbers. North Atletico Seniors take on Colney Hatch Athletic. And North West Wolves take on Highgate Albion Fourths. In the Middlesex Junior Cup, Enfield United take on Armonian Youth. North, West, uh, North London Colts take on Harrow St. Mary's. Spellthorne Spartans take on Mill Hill Club de Football. Turkmenoy take on London Orient. And into the Middlesex Premier Cup. The big cup in Middlesex. Um, for teams all around Middlesex. Gowell starts taking NLO. Ivy Leaf take on Atletico Cerezo. Park Royals take on one of the favourites for this. AFC Hammersmith Town. Real Menza from the Championship face. Highgate Albion firsts. Takers take on Showtime. That's the end of the... Uh, Barnet Sunday League section of the Celt Podcast. We'll look forward to bringing you the results and the fixtures next week. Hello and welcome to the Hearts Advertiser Sunday Football League section of the Celt Podcast. Uh, just starting off going through this Sunday, just gone's results. Starting with the Premier Division, AFC London Road 5, Paxton Rovers 2, Plough and Harrow 0, Skewbridge 6, Six Bells 1, Bournemouth Rovers 4 and Queen's Head 4, Phoenix 4. In Division 1, Player Packs 1, Harpen and Cole Old Boys 3, AFC London Road Reserves 8, Pinewood 2 and Blackbury Jacks 2, Hilltop 0. In Division 2, Mermaid 1, Forever Young People FC 1, Welling Warriors 2, Six Bells Reserves 2. In Division 3, Beehive 7, Auburn Dynamo 1, Beewood Raiders 1, Hatfield Seniors 2, and TNF 9, Oaks 1. In Division 4, Phoenix Reserves 9, Moortown 0, St George's 3, Mermaid Reserves 1, and in Division 5, Brookmans Park Reserves 7, St Albans Warriors 5, Hatfield Comets 1, Marshallswick Rovers 6, London Coney United 5, Royston Rangers Reserves 1 and Welling Warriors Reserves 5, St Albans Lions 1. Also there's a variety of cup competitions this week, so just running through the cup scores. Radlett 0, Wheatampsey Wanderers 6, Stratford Arms Reserves 2, Oceans 11 2, Stratford winning 5-4 on penalties. Wheatampsey 89 2, BWSC 2. Wheatham's at 89, winning 4-3 on penalties. Hearts Vets 1, Royston Rangers 3, Little Heath 1, Hertfordshire Eagles 6, and St Albans Athletics 2, Northport Reserves 3. Welcome to the Maidstone and Mid-Kent Sunday Football League section of the Selk Podcast with myself, Simon Finnegan, bringing you updates of all the league news, Roundup of the week's results and a look ahead to the coming week's fixtures. 
In the Premier Division, the only game of the day saw Park Royal win 7-1 away from home at Rubicon Limerick. Raymond Chadwick hit two and further goals from Richard Connolly, Ryan Dismore, Jack Horton, Bradley Ring and Jason Farp gave Royal the win and moved them top. Jake Waring got the consolation for Rubicon, who held Royal to just two at half-time. The game in Division 1 between East Morning Reserves and Langley Athletic was as tight as expected, with Morning running out 1-0 winners. Charlie Roberts with the goal for Morning. Langley finishing the game with 10 following Tyler Allen's dismissal. IGS vs Laybourne Angels was 0-0 at half-time before two second-half strikes gave Angels the win. Both of these came from the subs bench, with Josh Purvis and Danny Rackham having an impact when they came on and scoring within two minutes of each other. Jamie Davis and Joshua Tomlin-Kirby saw red for IGS. That sees Angels leapfrog their opponents into second in the table, eight points behind Aylesford Reserves, who really helped their goal difference away at Sutton Valence. Aylesford were seven goals to the good by half-time, before finding the net nine more times in the second half. Among the scorers were Ashley Russell with a double hat-trick, along with Dale Davis and Andrew Parker hat-tricks. Barming Blues went to Yalding and Ladderford and came away with a clean sheet, winning 4-0. Jack Jules Semadeni with a brace, and Luke Hoggart and Harry Joshua Orchard with a goal each. Jake Smith picking up a red card for the home team. In the second instalment of the Invicta Derby, Sunday took home the three points following a 6-2 win away from home. Rangers had strengthened their squad with a few players from the demise Larkfield team since the previous meeting, but Invicta Sunday striker Will Holness made the difference, grabbing four goals in the first half. The first 18 minutes of the match saw both sides create chances, but a pass from midfield found Holness in space out wide, running into the edge of the box and unleashed a rocket of a shot from the left into the far corner to break the deadlock on 19 minutes. Rangers fought back with a fortunate equaliser on 33 minutes when the Sunday keeper Ben Austin blocked the initial shot with his feet only to see the ball spin off of him and cross the line. Rangers then had a good attacking spell causing Sunday's defence to work hard. They came close to taking the lead but Austin parried a shot and Jamie Allen cleared it off the line as a Rangers player was closing in. Invicta Sunday regained the lead on 39 minutes with a fine low angled drive from Holness, this time from the right. He grabbed his hat-trick on 43 minutes after Ollie Aston delivered a fine crossfield pass to Holness in space on the left, avoiding a challenge and coolly firing her home under the advancing keeper. His fourth goal came on the stroke of half-time when a clearance from Austin was headed on in midfield to Holness who swerved past the defenders and slotted in at the post. After the break, both sides continued to play some great football, but Rangers seemed to be getting the upper hand, causing Austin to be busy. Rangers were thwarted by Allen again with another goal line clearance, and then a shot crashed off the post and another Austin push onto the bar. Despite the pressure, it was Sunday who extended their lead to 5-1 on 64 minutes. Captain Jack Gilby's persistence paid off with him coming away with a ball in midfield. He crossed to Holness out wide but rather than taking a chance himself, his pinpoint cross found Joe Casey on the right who swung his foot round the ball and curled his shot home. Sunday's sixth goal came on 79 minutes when man of the match Holness's shot ricocheted off the bar and post only to hit Cam Asmar on the fight and into the net.
A minute later, Rangers pulled a goal back with a fine turn and shot into the roof of the net. But Sunday held on to the 6-2 victory, completed a double and moved up to second place in the Division 2 table. The points were shared in the game between Laybourne and Coxheath and Farley. Nick Townley for the Heath. Scorer for Laybourne not known and it finished one apiece. Park Royal Reserves keep their charge going at the top, this time winning 3-0 versus Laybourne Chase. Daniel Brown, Alfie Crickmore and Connor Pearson for the home side. It's not quite clicking for Vinters at the moment and they fell to a 4-0 defeat at home to Barming Youth. A Lewis Sharp hat-trick and Keaton Fan's goal helping them to the win. In Division 3, White Horse Jaguars got a good win away at Cross Keys, helping their goal difference too. Among the scorers in the 10-0 win were Owen Raymond with four and Billy Bean with a hat-trick. Dave Borton caught up with Rob Clark after the game. So I'm with Rob Clark, the manager of Whitehorse Jaguars. Uh, Rob, that was a, well, a 10-0 defeat of uh, Cross Keys this morning. You played some really good football. What's your, what your take on the game? Well, it was tough when we first started because obviously we went, we had to change formation due to uh, players not uh, arriving. I think the lad stepped up, uh, stepped up to the plate when they needed to. Really, yeah, you played some good football on a, on a bit of a tacky pitch. Um, you got some new players from last season. The kiddie up front, Owen Raymond. Is it Raymond? Raymond, yeah, he's uh, scored four goals today. Uh, tell us a bit about him. He's uh, well, he's only eighteen. He came across from Beersted on Saturdays. Um, yeah, he's he's on he's on form. Yeah, so he's done he's done. To see. Yeah, he's a bit of a handful as well. I see you've added a couple a bit of experience as well. You've got Ferret in the middle of the park and uh, and Piper at the back there. I think they signed for me small in this season. Yeah. Has they made a big difference for you? Yeah, we've uh, we looked at it from last season and uh, realised that we needed to improve uh, in certain positions uh, across the pitch. So they they are ones that we brought down from higher leagues. Um, and we brought some across that we knew from uh, six sides and yeah no you're certainly much stronger so the league tight little league this year um, so who have you got next week and uh, who's your favourite to, to win it apart from yourselves uh, we've got Lem Valley next week in the cup uh, so it'll be a tough game obviously they're up there with us in the league um, but it'll be tough I think uh, Laybourne might just pip it because they're getting the goals uh, and I haven't really seen them doing too bad anywhere else. No, well, you've got plenty of goals this morning, 10-0. That's a hell of a result for the weekend. Well done. Thank yeah. you very much indeed. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thanks, Dave and Rob, for that interview. A tight and at times lively meeting between Maidstone Kestrels and Kent Sands United saw a Callum Hatcher goal make the difference and see Sands take all three points. Steve Taylor spoke to him after the final whistle. So up Parkwood, where uh, Kent Sands have just uh, won 1-0 against Maidstone Kestrels and we have the goal scorer, Callum, uh, one strike, it's enough yeah. to win the game, take the three yeah. points for you today. It was the only strike I had actually, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we took, it, took the chance, so it was a good game. But yeah, it kicked off at the end, so it was a bit fun. <laughs> yeah, it got a bit, it got a bit lively at the end, yeah. I think. It was, a, it was a bit of a close game. Uh, I think you probably just uh, showed you the better chances and it's yeah. just a matter of uh, we obviously the game, putting, putting the bo- yeah. ball in the back of the net ultimately. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we controlled the game, it was good. 
And I'm joined, I'm joined by Mike. Uh, Mike, so three points pushes you up the table uh, a few. Depending on other results, you, you could see yourself in the top two or three, I think, tonight. Yeah, yeah, back to where we uh, should be, I think. We, we've let it slip uh, a couple of games, but uh, I think back to form. The back line was solid today, and you know that's uh, key to our success at the moment this season, the, the solid back line. Yeah, and there's a bit of a tough battle today. There was, um, it got a bit lively towards the end there with a red card, and uh, everyone did, did well to, to control themselves, really. It's, it's a bit emotional, obviously, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, is, it, it can be, you know, there's heightened emotions around, uh, you know, some of our games, but uh, the boys did very well to keep their cool, um, you know, we just reminded ourselves what we were out there playing for and everyone did their job out there and got each other playing for the, the right reasons. Absolutely, and looking forward, you've got a couple of cup, tough sort of cup ties coming up, at home next week to Leybourne Angels, and then I believe uh, another game against Len Valley in, in another cup game, so... Plenty to play for, but uh, a couple of tough games ahead of yourself. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've we've met um, Leybourne Angels last season, I think it was, before they got moved up. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how we get on. We've progressed since then as well. But Len Valley, totally new team to us. Uh, we haven't played them in the league yet either. So uh, yeah, it should be uh, an interesting for. game and all the play for you. Yeah, and a, a much better season for you this season. With all due respect to last season, you, you've got some new people in gelling together. It's taken you a little while to find your feet. And uh, you, are you looking to sort of obviously finish as high as you can and move up or do you yeah, not think you're yeah, ready to absolutely. go that's up to Division ta- 2 that's, that's the target yeah we've uh, really galvanised as a team this year I think we going right through locked, uh, right through lock, the summer lockdown and that process we we kept training going we kept friendly matches going yeah. we, we travelled around the country just to get some games in but it's really worked for this for the season and we started the season strong so we hope to keep it going and just to shout out for Friday because I know uh, on Friday you're down to Gallagher uh, at a game against Marden in a, in a charity game do you want to give us a bit of a chat about that yeah, one yeah that, that's right um, we, we've gained a Player from he used to play for Marden, and um, sadly earlier this year he lost his son Roman, and he's now come over to us with the blessing of Marden. And in uh, thanks for that, we've we said we'd organise a game. So it's Friday night uh, at the Gallagher, like you say, 7:45 kickoff. All the money raised is going through to Simons and uh, Gary himself. He'll be playing the first half for their team and the second half for our team. But they still have over and a drink and a celebration afterwards. Great. So if anyone wants to pop down, do you know is it a donation on entry? It is, yes. Yeah. yeah, we've got a fundraising page that we spreading on our Twitter or a £5 donation on entry and yeah like I said 100% of proceeds going to Sands yeah, well I should be down to myself I think I'm presenting the trophy so you'll see me again Friday and it'd be great to get a few through the door and uh, raise a bit of money for yourself yeah, so thanks very much for your congratulations support, for today a few goals brilliant yeah, a, few, a few goals yeah ready for, uh, for next Sunday so uh, I'll see you on Friday thanks Steve cheers thanks Steve and all involved there Len Valley continue their form and stop the Tempest run of scoring goals for fun Valley with the 3-1 a winner away from home, with James Downard, Jason Parsons and Matthew Spry with the goals for Len Valley. Nathan Wright scored for the Tempests. The final game in the division was a 2-2 draw between Walnut Wanderers and Yielding and Ladderford Reserves. Sean Keane and Mitchell Smith for Walnut and Mark Faulkner and Tyler Hart for Yielding. A mixed game for Mitchell Smith, picking up a red card along with Jack Harmon as well for Walnut. Finally, we had two teams in Plumstead Cup action. Marden triumphed over Mildeen by five goals to two. Johan Caney Bryan with a hat-trick. Harry Goldsmith and Dylan Fahili taking them through to a home tie versus Borden Sports on the 5th of December. Sadly, White Horse bow out suffering a 3-1 home defeat to Metro Gas. Jacob Walter with the White Horse goal. This weekend sees all of the action being cup fixtures, so the league table and form guide goes out of the window for one-off games.
The tie between Aylesford and Park Royal will be a precursor to see how the form pans out in the league when they go and face each other. Barming Blues are at home to Laybourne Chase. East Morning Reserves face Aylesford Reserves. IGS play Parkwood Jupiters. Invicta Sunday face Yielding and Laddingford Reserves. Kent Sands United are at home versus Laybourne Angels. Whitehorse Jaguars travel to Len Valley. Laybourne hosts Coxheath and Farley. Maidstone Kestrels are at home to Sutton Valence Athletic. Marden Miners face Rubicon Limerick. Minter face Maidstone Tempest. Park Royal Reserves play East Morning Sunday. Vinters are at home to Barming Youth. Whitehorse face Snodland Town. And Yielding and Ladford face Cross Keys. A reminder that this Sunday is Remembrance Sunday, so there will be a minute's silence before all of the games. And finally, before all of those fixtures, there's an important fixture taking place this Friday evening at the Gallagher Stadium, home of Maidstone United, where Marden Miners will be playing Kent Sands United for charity. Kickoff is 7.30pm. You can pay on the door £5 entry and all of the entry price will go to charity and the bar is open in the evening. If you can make it, you will be supporting a very worthy cause. That brings you up to date for this week. Hope everyone stays safe and good luck with your games for the weekend. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. This is the Metropolitan Sunday League, part of the Silk All Across the Leagues show. Starting with the results from the 7th of November in the Ron Pope Premier, SC Korea 3, Catford Wanderers 0, Grand Athletic 5, Zavalas 1. Into the John Pitt Senior, SC Croydon 2, FC Rondo 2, Brockley Athletic 1, Atletico Dildal 2, Teviot Rangers 2, Litcap 2, Division 1, AFC Charlton 0, Dio Valente 1, Catford FC 1, Duke FC 8, Honor Oak 2, Greenwich Park Rangers 1, London Lionhearts 0, Bromley Green South 6, Division 2, Bromley Road 7, South London Doves 1, ES Lions 2, Blues FC 1, Interfector 1, Sporting Lions 2, and Petswood Senior Vultures 0, AFC Charlton Reserves 1. For the fixtures for the 14th of November, in the Ron Pro Premier, Catford Wanderers play AFC Brixton, Rival Vipers versus Grand Athletics, Zavalas versus Golden Eagles. Game to, of the to watch out for for that one will be Rifle Vipers versus Grand Athletic. Rifle Vipers with a three out of three so far, top of the league against Grand Athletic, who've been picking up results in the last couple of weeks. I'm beating themselves, but out of the four, one two drawn two, so that'll be the game to look out for in that game in that league. Rifle Vipers versus Grand Athletic. Into the John Pitt Senior. AFC Croydon Town versus Litcap. Atletico Dildal versus Brockley Athletic, Duke of Clarence versus South Warriors, Carpet FC versus Teviot Rangers. Game to look out for is top versus second, AFC Corning Town versus Litcap. Both 
both teams have lost one, uh, Lick Cap lost three actually, but played one more. Uh, I've seen Coin Town top with 13 points, Lick Cap, who've been picking up results in the last couple of weeks, are on 10 points. So, big game there for Lick Cap, wanting to have a win, go joint top with AFC Croydon Town. So game to look out for will be AFC Croydon Town versus Licks Cap into Division 1. Stormy Green South versus Catford FC. Dio Valente versus London Lionhearts. Greenwich Park Rangers versus AFC Cholton. And Duke FC versus Honor Oak. Games to look out for for that one will be Duke FC versus Honor Oak. Duke our flag at the moment. Duke FC, sorry. Are 5-5. Five and five. Top of the league, looking to extend their point. Well, Honor Oak themselves picked up again a couple of wins, moving up the table. Went to sort of a surprise over the top of the league leaders as it is. So, game to look out for for that will be Duke FC versus Honor Oak into Division 2. AFC Charlton Reserves versus the People's FC Reserves, but I'm hearing that could be postponed. Blues FC versus Petswood Vultures. Interfector versus South London Doves. Rosen Crown versus Bromley Road. Sporting Iron versus ES Lions. Game to look out for would be Rosen Crown versus Bromley Road. Bromley Road topperly want to extend with a possible postponement between FC Charlton and the Peoples. Against Rosen Crown, who are unbeaten themselves, played 3 1 2, drawn 1. They're looking to move up the table. So that'd be a good game. Bromley Road versus Crown Rose and Crown. It would have been FC Charlton versus Peoples, but as mentioned before, looks like that'd be postponed. So anyway, all have a good week. Good luck. Stay injury free. Stay safe. Bye. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast for games played on Sunday the 7th of November. In the Hertfordshire FA Junior Cup second round, Hertfordshire Eagles enjoyed an impressive 6-1 away win over Little Heath Sunday after coming back from a goal behind. The home side went ahead thanks to a well-struck free kick before Charlie Kimpton equalised soon after, sending the teams in level at half-time. Eagles had a dream start to the second half, with three quick-fire goals from Glenn O'Malley, Dylan Sullivan and Jordan Osborne. Charlie Kimpton then completed his brace before Jack McLaughlin rounded off the scoring in the final minute. For the second round running, Woodside scored five goals away in the County Cup, although this time they required a penalty shootout after a 5-5 draw with Golden Griffin. Joe Fox struck a double, supported by goals from Ryan Perkins, Jamie Dunlop and Jamie Seabrook, to take the tie into the shootout, which resulted in keeper Simon Ross being the hero for the second time in three weeks following similar heroics in the Chairman's Cup to see Woodside through to the next round. In the other game, Forza Watford went down to a 3-0 home defeat to Sandon and obviously are now out of the competition. In the Eric Hand Challenge Cup second round, 
Oakview, who have dominated the com this competition for the best part of a quarter of a century, with 10 wins and 5 final defeats since 1997, including 6 straight wins between 2011 and 2016, suffered a 3-2 defeat to 1st Division Bushy Eagles. It looked like being a straightforward win for them when Lewis Putman gave them the lead after 20 minutes, following a defensive error allowing him to tap into an empty net. But Eagles hit back when Aidan Bigley scored with a snapshot. Five minutes before the break, Putman restored Oakview's lead from the penalty spot. And that spot kick looked like being enough for victory until a late comeback caused the upset. With 18 minutes left, Matt Mason equalised in bizarre fashion after a poor free kick bounced back into his path and he struck the ball home. Within three minutes, sorry, with three minutes left and the game heading towards a penalty shootout, Bigley struck his second of the game and the winner with a lob goal from just inside the 18-yard box. Eagles will face 2nd Division Dunning's Bar after they defeated Sparta Phoenix 3-1 on penalties after a 1-1 draw. Sean Corkey netted for Dunning's and Floyd Thompson for Phoenix. 2nd Division St Mary's Harefield caused a minor upset when they defeated 1st Division strugglers Ricky AFC 6-1. Cole Swan struck a hat-trick and Harry Fulbrook a brace for the home side, with Charlie Malin also finding the net. Catalin Petici scored the Ricky consolation goal. Two Premier Division sides, Everett Rovers Reed and Evergreen, who have not enjoyed the best of starts in the league, overcame lower division opponents. Everett Rovers Reed beat second division Donbar 4-1. However, an upset looked on when Steve Noonan put the lower ranked side ahead in the first half before Tom Horton changed the whole complexion of the game when he headed an equaliser on the stroke of half-time. In the second half, Everett never looked back, going ahead thanks to Nick Curley's penalty kick, which was followed by Evans Awusu scoring a well-taken effort before Tom Horton rounded off the scoring with his second of the game. Evergreen had a much closer affair with First Division leaders Bushy Rangers, but they came through it with a 2-1 win, with all the goals coming in the first half. Callum McCarroll gave Bushy the lead when he spotted the home keeper off his line and scored from inside his own half. But Evergreen won the game thanks to two quick goals from Max Sahota and Tom Verbena. Another Premier Division side who came through against a lower-ranked opposition were the 2017 winners Old Falarians, who beat 1st Division Chester United 3-1. The 
The game was effectively over as a contest by the break, thanks to three Falerians' goals. Craig Totten got into the box on the left-hand side and squared the ball across for Charlie Haley to tap in at the back post. The league was doubled when Jake Entwistle played the ball in from the right, Ryan Moody flicked towards goal, where a chest defender turned the ball into his own net. And it was three before half-time. A passing move ended with Craig Totten playing in and advancing James Rose, who volleyed past the keeper. Chess did pull a goal back in the second half, thanks to a Tom Parry header from a Ben Bujera corner. The all-second division tie between Chelfon Saints and Watford Town saw the visitors through thanks to a 5-2 win. Chris Blunden took his total for the season in domestic league and cup games to 20 thanks to a brace and was supported by goals from Michael East, James Henney and Nathan Nottage. Aidan Brennan also netted a brace for Chelfont in reply. Langleybury Cricket Club beat West Hearts 4-2, although Langleybury were guilty of missing several other good chances. Gary Crook, sorry, Gary Cook, Connor Seals, Finley Reid and Robbie Edgar scored the chances they did take, with Jason Topping and Mistossi Nkub scoring for the home side. WDFC beat Watford Youth Sports 5-1, although they had to fight back after going behind early in the first half thanks to Harry Bennett, who scored with a lob from the edge of the box, following a ball over the top of the WD defence. That, however, was as good as the game got for the home side, as WD struck three goals before half-time. Dion Bell smashed home a free quick for the equaliser before Hamiz Ali scored a fine solo goal. The third was scored by Lawrence Manning just before the break and then two further goals followed in the second half scored by Daniel Flanagan and Dion Bell with his second. Casby Rangers enjoyed a 4-0 away win over soccer. Rangers opened the scoring in the first half when a lovely roll from Jack Henley opened up the centre for him and he proceeded to slide the ball through to Nathan Page, who was able to drill home into the bottom right corner. In the second half, Daryl Hennessy saw his effort from around 40 yards out cannon back off the crossbar to Matt Ladbore, who connected with a low bicycle kick which flew into the bottom corner to double Casper's lead. They then extended their lead again when a cross from Taylor Osawando was fumbled by the soccer keeper for Nathan Page to pounce for his second. Page completed his hat-trick when some good work down the left wing from Aidan Leslie saw him slide in Page, who made no mistake with a low-drilled, powerful effort. Finally, in the all-third division tie between Inter and Southern Cross, Cross 
saw Cross through 4-2 after a penalty shootout, following a 1-1 draw in the 90 minutes. Inter's goal coming via an own goal, with Gary Wicks netting for Cross. In the only divisional games of the day, in Division 3, the division is turning into the league's most competitive, with just 10 points separating the 10 teams. Francis George are up into second place in the table, level on points with leaders Watford New Sports Old Boys, after a 4-2 win over bottom place Wishingwell Watford. George scored all their goals in the first half with a blitz, with two goals from Michael McMorrin and one each for Gary Wallace and Elliot K. Jessup. Alex Dean and Callum Lusso netted the Wishing World goals in an improved second half performance. Leaders Watford Youth Sports Old Boys were held by second bottom Batchworth at home, 1-1. Tony Garvey scored for the home side, with Hugh Phillips replying for the visitors. In the final Division 3 game, Richard McCrossan scored both goals for Rio Rovers as they notched up a second win of the season 2-1 over Brickettwood Acorns. Rhys Bilson with the goal for Acorns in reply. That's it for this week and we look forward to coming back to you next week with more information. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.